Radio Free Tote Bag. My name is Arthur. My name is Donovan. Welcome to the Doppler Effect, baby. That's the Doppler Effect. <laughs> Why was it the <laughs> Doppler Effect? That's all I came up with in the moment, man. That's what I had. That's what was in my heart. Hell yeah. We got any dop heads out there? Because this is the episode <laughs> for you. I tell you what. Uh, How you doing, Arthur? What's I'm going doing on pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little weirded out that I'm looking at your face. Not normally a thing that we do. Yeah. It's it's spooky. Yeah, we're using some different software. I'm getting instant facial reactions, and I can do a little facial acting myself, and it's, <laughs> it's a little difficult for me. <laughs> I'm used to just staring at the wall, man, and at the words of uh, listeners and Reddit denizens reaching out to us for our support in these trying times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in these I don't want to lose times. focus looking at your beautiful mug. <laughs> well, I'm fucking fantastic, too. I biked That's a whole good. bunch. My legs nice. feel like gelatin. I'm a little out of it, but that usually makes for high-quality radio. And you know what <laughs> else makes for high-quality radio? What's that, Donovan? It's, it's our dear friends Franny Comstock and Sophie Kruger from the Girls Like Us podcast. Woo! Here to talk about relationships. What's, What's going on? How we doing? Woo, thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, psyched. At the beginning of this, can you can you just give us an intro, both to you guys and to the show, as well as what what the Click book series is? Sure. Um, well, all our friendship developed in college. Uh, we both were we were uh, connected through a mutual friend of ours who has since um, and you know kind of fallen off the grid in a way. <laughs> <laughs> who and caroline if you're listening you know i love you but i do believe you're like at a farm right now <laughs> and just kind of doing acid and i think that's great and i wish i was you <laughs> but sophie and i said no we have to pursue our media <laughs> careers so you know uh so yeah um and then sophie you want to give a brief synopsis yeah of so clip? um Franny and I, I think, like, maybe one of the first times that we met or, like, subsequently talking, like, via social media, you know, because Franny went to college in Mm -hmm. um, Ohio and I went to college in Chicago. So um, most of our, at least, like, our early friendship was developed, like, on breaks from school and then just, like, over the Mm -hmm. internet. Um, And so we kind of connected over um, this Click book series, um, The Click by Lacey Harrison, the first book of the series released, I believe, in 2004. Um, So concurrent with when we were both um, young adolescent women. And this book's... Women being a... Yeah, women being a... A strong term. A strong term, for sure. (laughs) A selective term. Yeah. Um, But we... um, it's basically the same plot as Little Women. Um, just kidding. But we um, <laughs> we both really felt like these books had um, maybe negatively impacted kind of like our identities <laughs> and who we grew into being. So the Click books um, are basically books that we assume, and we're looking forward to maybe finding answers on this um, at a later date, but we assume these books were commissioned by um, Alloy Entertainment, um, which is like kind of like a media conglomerate. Um, you know, most of the time when you hear about books, <laughs> they're not they're not like right. Yeah, but we strongly believe that these books were not the idea, the initial idea of the author, but instead like 
commissioned by this group because the author, Lisey Harrison, um, may God kind of like lift up her soul, um, <laughs> was like a like a lo- seemingly like a low level producer at MTV before she wrote these books, and then immediately transitioned into novelist um, and wrote, I believe. What's a rough estimate? Maybe all in all, 15? 10, yeah, 12. Yeah, I would say yeah. 10 to 15. In the yeah. main series. And then, of course, there's... there's <laughs> yeah, all of them together, you know, I would say there's about... Supplemental right, material. The expanded universe. Yeah. It, literally, we call it like... Yeah. There literally yeah, is alpha. We literally call it the Click, ex- <laughs> um, the click Extended Universe. Um, and... Yeah, so we kind of, like, Franny and I both, like, as we've grown through our education are really into, um, like, literature and coming at literature from a theoretical perspective. So every week on our podcast, um, we look at either one of these books or another book that um, meant something to us in adolescence and break it down from both a comedic and a literary perspective. Right on. That's a cool concept for something. I know, like, my books as a kid were, like... Red Wall, for the most part, mm, about the mm-hmm. you know the badgers mm-hmm. beating up rats and stuff. And that's I don't sick. know if that influenced me in any ways. I <laughs> well, think badgers are pretty cool, so that's pr- that's probably that's the, the thing is like these yeah. click books are like trash, and yet we both the amount of time that we spent reading them as kids were like they have to mean something to us. Oh, um, definitely. And yeah. so we're like trying to get to the bottom of that. So you you said like. It seems it seems to be something like a shadowy corporation was like, let's make this young adult series. Is this is this like a pretty popular series, or is it like a coincidence that you both? Because like I said, I, I remember it was on here before we were recording. I know my sisters had some of these books growing up. I recognize mm-hmm. the the cover with like the checker. It's an cloth iconic cover. Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, yeah. So yeah. these books, I would say, I mean, they were New York Times bestsellers. Oh, damn. Yeah. Is there, have you found yeah. anything about this court? I mean, here's the main question everybody's going to be asking. Is there an Epstein connection? Yes. <laughs> to the Shadowy well, Corporation. There's, you know what? <laughs> I would say that there's not an Epstein connection to the click, but I would say that there is a 9-11. Oh, oh shit. shit. In that author Lisey Harrison was supposed to be on, on the, the plane, second plane and she overslept on the second plane overslept. She, overslept she was too hungover holy shit so without you know <laughs> Arthur's face right there's now. there's a strong 9-11 yeah sliding doors effect they fucking let her click, know so. that she had to keep the click running right <laughs> yeah it was too important to the project yeah <laughs> God hand doesn't know the what night. the right hand's doing well, like looking back at these outside of potential terrifying political uh, uh, mm-hmm. connections to it, you said they're like they're pretty trash young adult novels. Looking back, are they worse than you remembered, or mm-hmm. are they better, or is it a little more nuanced? You know what I'm saying? I would say, if anything, it's less nuanced. Um, <laughs> yeah, in that almost every book. After, like, book number three, every book essentially has the same plot recycled. It's about five girls who are a clique, and they're all rich except for one of them who is upper middle class. (laughs) Oh, scandalous. (laughs) So obviously, you know. Um, Yeah, yeah, I would say that Franny, something that we decree a lot is that, like, after the first, like Fran said, after the first maybe four 
or five books. I would mm-hmm. say book five because that's um, one of our favorites. That w- is our favorite. That is um, our favorite. They basically just recycle plots over and over again, but it gets worse. So it's like you see the same <laughs> plot, but it's like what mm-hmm. it's even less nuanced. Like we often. It's like an echo. It, it becomes a shadow of its <laughs> yeah, former it's, self. It's the fifth every iteration time. of Michael Keaton in multiplicity. Literally. Yes. And it's like like the book that we read for our most recent episode, uh, check it out on the Alicia Summer series. Um, It's on our feed. Um, The, like, we were, like, talking and almost arguing about, except we were arguing the same side, like, how, like, we couldn't tell if it was, like, a lack of nuance or, like, trying to beat us over the head with something or literally just, like, the author not understanding the ideas that she was conveying you run into that a lot actually with with literature is them the the author themselves not knowing what the hell is happening <laughs> right or what, what they've created yeah. or like the deeply problematic and dark implications of some of the things that she may be like putting out into the world that that i'm not yeah. surprised by i feel like there is a t- <laughs> and it's weird because i feel like i have a decent awareness of this point of this sort of thing with like older media and stuff. I remember I can point to something and be like, Oh man, that's kind of, that was fucked. And that was just in a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so th- there's, there's some things I can point to a specific thing, but then there's others where I'll be watching a movie that like, yeah, you remember rather fondly and stuff just pops into there and you're like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Like even me as like a fucking ignorant 15 year old, like how did I not pick up that, you know? Maybe yeah. maybe some of the uh, like racial stereotypes, especially in old movies, it's just like yeah. it's sure. just corny too. It's like how are you supposed to think this is a real ass character when they're like I don't know they're acting like yeah. it's embarrassing for the the writers and creators of those it movies. It's like you put this out here, <laughs> right? Okay. And the most embarrassing <laughs> thing now is people sort of reneging on these like things. So like you know like. If there, like, there were a couple shows when, like, everything was happening in May that, like, were like, hey, we're deleting these three episodes from the archive because they right. feature, um, like, offensive racial stereotypes. And it's like, nobody cares about, like, your dumb show anymore. Like, you, like, the fact that you felt the need to, like, come out and be like, I can't believe I did this is even more embarrassing because it shows that you, like, were just 100% not thinking about it at the time. Like, it didn't even mean anything to you. Right. Mm-hmm. You didn't just tarnish the reputation of Family Guy. You tarnished your reputation as a person. <laughs> right. Pieces of yourself you put into that show and its lovely cast of characters. <laughs> <laughs> you, sa- you said pot- potentially not a great situation for the author. Have you confirmed that this is a real person? This is where I was going to. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I am currently trying to teach her how to use Instagram DMs through... Um... A string, a string of comments, of comments. <laughs> um, because we're t- we're trying really hard to get her on the show. She's agreed oh, to yeah. be on the show, but she nice. um, does not know how to use Instagram comments. Um, so, and we pray to God that she hasn't really. She one hundred percent hasn't because, like I previously stated, she she would not want to not want to be on the show. And we're kind of predicating all of this on like her having never listened to the show because we you know have a whole forty five minute segment where we like say that basically we wish she would have died on 9-11 you know in this oh my god (laughs) and but we really but the fact that this woman doesn't know how to use 
Instagram DMs makes me think that she 100 percent like There's... would be totally lost when it comes to downloading a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, sure, I'll, I'll be on your show, but what is a podcast? <laughs> right. Can you explain Give me the this radio to me? station call signs. I can. Lisi, we're gonna email you the link. <laughs> what? An email? Yeah, I don't. Like fully... <laughs> Do I need stamps? Yeah. For that? I don't know. And it's like. I won't go into all of the kind of hoops I've had to jump through in communicating yeah. with her, but it's been a... For, for more of that, listen <laughs> Definitely. to Definitely, like If you... But I will say... <laughs> more... And you know what? She yeah. definitely has a sense of humor. Like, she is... That's good. Like, definitely, I can tell based on kind of her general vibe and the limited communications I've had with her is that 100% this woman got her bag. Like, she made a ton of money off yeah. these books. Like, if I were her, I wouldn't give a fuck if two, like fucking ingrits were making fun of me <laughs> on, on a podcast like this woman is probably a millionaire um yeah and so she seems like she has a pretty good sense of humor about it also we look forward to talking to her i survived 9 11 i can survive the pundits on the podcast <laughs> folks uh, it's like well, us th- coming at adam carolla over him being shitty. He doesn't yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, whoa, oh, okay. Like, oh, I feel like you make a certain amount of money, and it's like any fucking idiot making fun of you on a podcast. Yeah. Like, if you get offended by that, you're a bitch. Just just send us your, like, uh, royalties <laughs> yeah. income statement. Like, yeah, we're doing, up. We're doing we your it. show, but not bad. And he's like, what? Who the fuck I live in a big mansion and sleep in a bed with my wife. Right. <laughs> Simpsons reference. <laughs> Powerful. I sleep in a race car bed. Hell yeah. That's that's the that's the preferred that's the preferred way. Well Sophie and Fran, I gotta ask you uh our standard uh interview question for, mm-hmm. for the guests. Can you tell us about what is maybe your most embarrassing uh or just kind of stupidest uh Date or like relationship experience, just that general wheelhouse. Yeah, so I would definitely say that it was the time that um I went to prom with this guy, and after I left the prom after party, he uh hooked up with his ex girlfriend, uh, and then uh, the next week I went on a date with him to a uh band. That like was like a high school band of oh, people we knew in, this in is Cincinnati. All kind of so deep. And after that, we went to, <laughs> and this is for our Cincy listeners out there. We went to Alt Park and we yes. met in Alt Park. Then on the drive back, uh, for him to drop me off at my house, he said, "Oh, I really like this other girl who is not his ex." What or the me. fuck? <laughs> and then he dropped me off. I can't wait yeah. to get names after this. Oh, I'll tell you. Now he's really into like he like makes his own. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Personally, not my not Absolutely my type anymore. Not. But uh, is he GT Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish he was GT Dave. Oh, actually, you know what? He did go to Ooh. OSU, and Why so not? did GT Dave. Maybe I'll I'll drop his I'll drop his name in the. I think you guys are a little older than. If him, we but, know, uh, I'm gonna lose my I don't goddamn know. sliding mind. doors. <laughs> oh, GT Dave is the guy who was like uh, talked about the, the 911 of kombucha. Yes. The 9-11 of kombucha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He describes a business a a <laughs> where he's like, it's like, refers to something as the 9-11 of kombucha. It's like, like a okay. business issue. Yeah. <laughs> my boyfriend just came in and refilled my wine. I'm, I'm a princess. Folks, if you could take one thing away from the show, that's that's what a beautiful relationship looks like. Yeah. Somebody your partner's recording... Throw him, throw him a little red. That's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I didn't even ask. <laughs> Sophie, Sixth what sense is, type stuff. 
what is your most embarrassing or most stupid relationship or dating experience? Yeah, so this is my go-to because um, it was the darkest couple of months of my life, which is, and I think Fran knows this story, but um, I was... Does it have to do with an Airbnb? Y- yes, or, yeah. Or a apartment um, watching? Yes. So yeah. my, I was, I knew, my boyfriend and I knew each other for like a year before we started dating, and I was hopelessly like in love with him but so jammed up within myself that I couldn't you know kind of express that and so we were spending a lot of time together you know on and off and I got to a point where um I really wanted to get his attention and so I decided to do that by being like like I'm gonna act really out of character like I'm gonna fucking fuck some dude from the internet like I'm gonna make this shit happen like <laughs> I'm gonna go it's like and I have never like n- I'm not like a I don't feel comfortable like meeting people and hooking up like that's just never been my thing I'm very much like a like I need to connect with someone like on an an emotional level before we can have even what might be like ballpark like good sex and um so i met this guy online and i don't like i can't even go through my my thought process but he was in chicago and he was doing his one-man show in town um and he was from portland and his name um was steak as in the food um (laughs) and he had chosen that name for himself he later relayed to me like through like an acid trip and he kind of came to him and he was like that's my name now and he wouldn't tell me his um like his given name like his he was dead like, name exactly <laughs> um oh my God, no. yeah and he so i was like i need to like so like we met up at this bar or whatever and we were just like drinking beer and um I was like, you know, like, let's cut the niceties. I'm going to take my medicine. Like, I'm going to go back to this dude's place and, like, make it happen. (laughs) So we, uh, he's subletting from this guy who he tells me, you know, on our, like, fucking 45-minute train ride back to his place, um, (laughs) that uh, he's subletting from this guy who's in a mental hospital. um, And he just so happens this place is free because this guy's in a mental hospital. And so I was like... Yo, like, let's make it happen. And so we get back to this, like, studio apartment, and he opens the door, and there's um, puppets everywhere. Uh, Oh, Jesus. um, So there's, like, this giant room, puppets, um, books everywhere, like, stacks and stacks, like, the craziest hoarding situation I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, you know, like, whatever. So, like, steak goes to the bathroom, and um, I'm in the living room kind of looking around, and I'm looking at the wall, and there's a picture of the guy who I presume... There's a bunch of pictures of the guy who I presume is the the owner of the apartment yeah. um, with all of these famous people. And I was like, what's going... I was like, this is weird. So he comes out of the bathroom, and I'm like, who is this guy? And he's like... Um, he tells me, and this guy's like a... I won't say the name, but this guy's like a very well-known playwright. Um, obviously, like, I don't have, like, an encyclopedia of playwrights in my head, but, like, it's, like, a name that I had heard before. And, um, so we go into the bedroom, which is the kitchen, um, because this room is so full of puppets. Because he's, because he's steak! (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so we go into the, um... Like, the the bed is literally, I can't, like, stress this enough, it's in the kitchen. Like, it's shoved in between the fridge and, like, the countertop, like, prep space. Oh, man. And I'm like, 
you know, like, making right. this happen, like, here we go, and so I'm, like, blowing this guy, whatever, like, we have sex, he goes to the bathroom, and I was like, I gotta get out of here right now. I'm like, I, and I was, at this point, I was, <laughs> and I'm taking the so at this point, I was super drunk, and I have my backpack, and I go over to the shelves, and I'm just like, I have to show my friends all this shit, so I just start taking shit off the shelves, and throwing in my backpack. <laughs> And then I'm, and I'm like maybe a mile away from my apartment at the time. So I literally fill my backpack with books. I've got like journals from this guy. I've got photos. Like I was just not, I was like fucking 19 years old and like just going crazy. And so I'm like, took this shit. I'm like blacked out drunk. I'm sprinting like to my house where all of my friends are like having a party. And I call (laughs) my now boyfriend on the phone and I'm like, I just blew this guy. (laughs) And he was like, okay. I blew a dude named Steak. Yeah. It was medium rare and dry age. Right. And then I stole a bunch of shit from Playwright. Yeah. And so then the next morning, like, my friends and I are going through all this shit. And I have this guy's, like, journals. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a horrible person. And I have pictures of this guy that I, like, took because there was just stacks and stacks of photos. I was like, these are crazy. Like, I got to take these photos. And um, then maybe, like, a year later, I was at um a diner in the neighborhood, like, eating with one of my friends and I look and I see this guy and I'm like why does this guy look so familiar like this dude sitting right across from him staring at him and then I realize when he gets up and leaves it's the guy who's like who I robbed oh fuck so not steak yeah. it's the playwright no guy. it's the yeah exactly fuck yeah because steak might have known to say something right exactly I don't no, know but that's, man <laughs> but this is the worst part is that steak like I left while he was in the bathroom and right. steak for like weeks was being like we gotta kick it again oh no and I was like dog I left while you were in the bathroom like I don't know how direct I can be with that's you that's a signal Sophie I forget do you still have the this memory I have the books that I took I got rid of the rest of it because it was like when I moved because it was too like creepy of me <laughs> to have done that yeah That's yeah really wild horrible it's like the one like crazy thing i've done in my entire life it like it worked though because you're dating the now boyfriend mm-hmm. i know mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what i had to i had to make it clear to him that i you know i had other options there you go <laughs> well there's some advice to be gained from that for listeners and that's that if you like somebody you gotta find a partner with a food for a name Head over to his place, uh, which is actually Jeff Dunham's place, as he's in the hospital <laughs> with chronic unfortunateness. Jeff Dunham, <laughs> and then everything works out. Then you'll get the, you know, then you get the partner that you want. We love. Exactly. It. I think it was Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I can't say that it was Lin Manuel Miranda, but you guys can see my eyes right now. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> And you had you got all his journals. You got all right. his first drafts. Oh, of, guys, of Hamilton, Hamilton was supposed what? to be about um, Thomas Jefferson. Oh shit! No shit! Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it was called. It was still Five called Hamilton dollar. for some reason. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fran, I'm seeing the name you posted too. I do not recognize this, mm-hmm. but Where I do. I. But I got. Yeah. Uh, oh fuck! I don't recognize the name either. For the record, but I, I can send you guys a picture. But I hate them. <laughs> Just so you can see this, this kind. Of, and I don't think that he knows what podcasts are either. Much like right. Lucy, so I think I'm kind did, of in, did the, you, in okay. the. Did you ever have resolution yeah. with this guy? Like nothing. No, 
Um, I think l- later that summer, and I still hung out with him. Um, that was the only time we, you know, going to do that. Had sexual contact though. I believe he wanted me to. Uh, I heard via another friend who, and they were like friends with benefits. Um, he wanted me to join mm. a threesome Wonderful. with them. And I said, no. Well, in one of our um, early episodes, I was one. like, Fran, as two people who've clearly never been invited to join three, three, a threesome, she was like, uh, wait, I've been invited <laughs> to join a threesome. And I was like... I've been invited to join a threesome. I've been invited invited to join a foursome. Um, I've been invited, know. you know... For someone who's only had sex with two people, <laughs> and it was in a threesome... <laughs> And it wasn't. I knocked them both out at once. Well, good fucking stories from both of you. Thank you for, thank you for telling. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Well, we we now head into our our uh, standard part of the show where we answer both your questions and uh, some jackasses on Reddit too. Arthur, what do you got for the first question? First question from Reddit. Guy keeps sending me ass pics. So this guy, I'm F, keeps sending me ass pics. Nothing else, just ass pics. I don't really know how to feel about it. Nothing wrong with it, but this has never happened before. I've gotten like five within the last 24 hours. I don't really know what I'm trying to ask. I guess I'm just a bit confused as he usually sends them with no context, like in the middle of a regular conversation. He is nice. It's just he keeps sending me them. This was posted by Stargirl1170. I think I know this dude, guys. <laughs> is it steak? <laughs> no, it's not. It's like, uh, I mean, I'm just joking, but I, like, uh, one of my friends, um, like, my one of my best friends, he is a uh, man, um, and he used to send his girlfriend ass pics because he had, like, medical problems down mm. there and he was just like seeking a second opinion oh hey babe can you check out my fistula also my ass is looking pretty good check that out too while you're at it <laughs> i have to say i need more details because i need, i want to know if this is a you right. know a whole pick <laughs> if it's like just a you know a, a right. tasteful because i have to say i would not be keen on receiving like a you know an unconsented whole pick but I think just a butt in general. The yeah. cheeks are funny. Mm. I, I right. have to say I would laugh. Like, if I see anyone's <laughs> butt, I'm going to laugh at that. So maybe he's just like, this is funny to, to me. me. Like, <laughs> the male butt, and maybe this is essentialist, but it's like one of the most innocuous things that I feel like mm. you could see on a screen. Ooh, you don't want me to stand up right now. It'll shut down this entire <laughs> show. <laughs> I, like, I don't, Less I guess I cake. don't really... <laughs> I don't really grasp what the what like the relationship between these two people, mm-hmm. like yeah, it doesn't it yeah. I want to know how long they've been talking, right? And is he funny? Like, is it a joke? I feel yeah. like it says nothing else, just ass pics. This seems like she might be like just getting. I've been getting a lot of like spam texts lately that are like like from like numbers, and there'll be Chinese characters in there, and that'll be like hey, baby, looking for a friend or something. Yeah. And maybe this is just like a spam bot. Because she says, I- I'm confused that she hasn't asked him right. any follow-ups on this. Like, what is she saying? Is she just like, ha-ha? <laughs> like, is this a thing that you had a normal friendship with somebody and then they just kept sending you pictures of their butt all the time? Right. 
Or is like you're saying, Franny, is this, is this a spammer potentially? I feel like that's the most likely thing because mm-hmm. there really isn't any other detail. She doesn't be like, we've been dating I'm... for a little bit or anything like that. On the other hand, though, if this man is thick and well-endowed uh, on the back porch, sometimes you just got to show off what you got. You know what I mean? Like if if you... Yeah. It's weird as a guy with how, like erogenous zones are defined on people when the guy's right. kind of just like there's the penis everything else is fair game but like i don't want to send a <laughs> dick pic nobody just wants a fucking a dick pic no you know even with like a partner this is a good warm-up yeah. to uh well i'm, I'm right. thinking more just like hey yeah. check it out i i fucking squat a whole bunch i got a big ass and they're like yeah. awesome i kind of get it i like a <laughs> butt pic part of it is the ways the different ways in which, like, if we're talking in a very binary sense, like, um, male and female sexuality and the relationship those have to, like, bodies, like, the way, the different ways they're coded, you know what I mean? Because, like, if I send, like, like, I send, like, a hot pic to my boyfriend, right? But, like, if he were to send me, like, a picture of his dick, I would be like, I seen it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's not, the, mm. you know? You kind of got to have. Yeah. In my experience... Without too many details, because as my sister warns <laughs> me, I gotta keep it friendly for her. But I'm just saying, if I was gonna send a current romantic partner a sexy picture, you gotta do the whole. You gotta get the whole body in there, or get the. You know what I'm saying? Right. It can't just be because the dick's. Yeah. It's kind. It's either fun. Like if you're in, it's just kind of funny. It's like there's a fucking penis. Yeah. But if you're like woo. And, you know, you're doing a cool pose or something. That's kind of artistic. <laughs> yeah. Throw some little outline of the cheeks in the back. I'm Fuck. looking. I'm looking at this girl's posting history on Reddit. <laughs> That's smart. And so she's also posted a lot, and not to blow up her spot, but a lot in the University of Southern oh, Florida. Oh shit! She's asking like, how do I cancel my meal plan? Uh, how? When can I drop without penalty? Oh, so she got. She got some. Some shit going on. Yeah, she's she's um, yeah. on a journey. Aw, mm, she posted in r slash. Oh, oh no. is she? Oh. <laughs> I I don't see. I'm not seeing any pictures of her. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was like, damn, we're really going through the backlog. We're trying to see the whole oh. picture here. Oh. Jesus oh, Christ, man. that was fucking funny. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay, so this guy really wants to send pictures of his dick, but he's trying to keep it tasteful, so he's sending okay. pictures of his butt instead. That's smart. Yeah. Also, if she's talking meal plan and stuff, at least my experience in university, like most people mm-hmm. I know, it's usually like freshman year that you have that. Maybe freshman sophomore. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this person's younger. Yeah. Either. It said oh, she was okay. 19. So yeah. Fucking. I'm picturing freshman. Either doesn't know what. Maybe she's from a little country town that doesn't have a lot of spam callers and so she doesn't know what spam is or i'm just 19 year old Mm. dudes are some of the stupidest fucking people on the planet and i'm right but but sometimes you know if he's maybe he's cool enough and he's like well sending a dick pic that would be kind of creepy i want to show off a little bit how about i just bust a few and just pepper him throughout (laughs) for some reason (laughs) She's posting. She's posting in the University of Southern Florida 
Reddit, like, my professor keeps sending me asking. <laughs> How do I drop a class? I don't. <laughs> and, but it wasn't on the syllabus, so I don't know what <laughs> I should do. Kowalski in the neuroscience department has a fucking dump truck, y'all. <laughs> uh, if you like it, keep it going. If you don't like it, you ain't got to keep getting pictures of this butt. Right. Yeah. That's it. You you can block mm-hmm. the number. Yeah. That's yeah, if you're uncomfortable with this at all, yeah. you can block the shit out of this. You don't have right. to deal with somebody throwing nudes at you. That's fucking weird. But if he got that no. cake, oh, yeah, if you Maybe you should take a bite. <laughs> cake is cake. <laughs> bite that cake. Bite that cake. All right, what do we got? What do we got next here? Yeah, what's next, Bless? Where the fuck is my mouse? My 27F trainer at the gym. 30 question mark M won't stop bringing up Rick and Morty and I can't handle it anymore. (laughs) This is going to sound like a troll, but please bear with me. I have autism and can come across as pretty socially awkward. Oh no. I got a trainer about a year ago. He's a very special guy. Social. I've noticed that he kind of caters his conversation (laughs) to whoever he's talking to. Like with old men, he'll talk about golf. With parents, he'll talk about kids, etc. <laughs> but he still covers a wide variety of topics with other people. When I was getting to know him, he asked me what kind of shows I liked. I didn't even mention Rick and Morty, but he asked if I liked it, and I said, yeah, sure. Oh, no. Well, since then, he only brings up Rick and Morty with me. I've tried to divert the conversation to other topics, but he always <laughs> nudges the convo back to Rick and Morty. For example, if I try talking about dogs, he brings up the dog episode of Rick and Morty. If I bring up a new restaurant, he talks about Pickle Rick. (laughs) Then when there's a lull in the conversation, he'll say, remember X episode? It's quote unquote, the best, that type of thing. We've had dozens of conversations about it. I can't handle it anymore. I don't even like Rick and Morty all that much, and I have said repeatedly that I haven't even watched this past season, but the Rick and Morty talk persists. And now that Rick and Morty has won an Emmy, I know he's just going to bring it up all goddamn week. The guy doesn't seem like a huge fan of the show or anything, but he's totally associated me with R&M, so it's all he brings up around me. What can I say to get him to stop talking about Rick and Morty? And this was posted by... Does granola need oats? There's also a little edit real quick. I'm like 70% sure that this is because he knows I'm autistic. The first couple of sessions, he talked to me like I was normal, and then he overheard I had autism, and it has gone fully over to Rick and Morty. (laughs) Jesus Christ. TLDR, my trainer thinks I love Rick and Morty, seems to associate it with me. My efforts to diverge the conversation. Other topics are pretty unsuccessful. What can I do? I think, you know... Some of these other comments uh, are saying, you know, you could divert it and being like, well, I, I know Rick and Morty won an Emmy, but did you see this other mm. show that won an Emmy? I think work, that she but... should just start kind of out Rick and morty him. And I know that this will require research on her end, but if she can intimidate him <laughs> into thinking, or she could just make stuff up and be like, yeah, I know that in this uh, episode... <laughs> You know, and he'll be so intimidated that he'll be embarrassed that he didn't know about it. Yeah, remember that episode where Rick nay-nayed on Donald Trump's grave in the future? (laughs) And he's like, ha-ha, classic. And you're like, psych, you're clearly not uh, a true Rick and Morty head. What do you call... What do you, what's the fan name? Hey, not a, two, a true pickle. Yeah, rip. Mm. that was the, that was the funny.
funniest part of this is that they said that if he just if she talks about a restaurant, he'll be like, Rick. you know, it's also food, I guess. It's a pickle. They got them in the cold cart. Yeah, yeah the expos. Right. Put them on your with your sandwich. I Man. think that like not to be a total Karen about this, but like if you dial it back to the dynamic, this person, your trainer, is your employee. You're paying this person for a service. I would speak to him in a language that he understands and be like, listen, bitch, stop talking about Rick and Morty. Like, just you just said, bring it up directly. Like, and then if it gets awkward, like, find a new trainer. Like, because this just seems like totally this person has some sort of like weird (laughs) stigma and connection of autism to Rick and Morty, (laughs) which is insanely troubling. He's like, yeah. Maybe he thought that, like, when someone's like, oh, I'm autistic, he's like, oh, yeah, that's that fan name for people who like Rick and Morty. I'm picturing this dude as just, like, a 30-year-old meathead. He's lived in the gym his whole life. Maybe he's a little bit of a himbo. I don't know. Right. And he's trying his best because he's, like, he doesn't know anything about kind of, like, nerd culture because he's a fucking Chad and all he ever watches is, like, a burn notice and stuff like that. <laughs> But so this person, he hears they're autistic, and he's like, I want to be supportive of this person. What what do autistic people like? You know, what's like... Because I, I feel like they're associating nerdy in there or something. Like nerdness yeah, with the first autism. Thing? I just don't get... I don't get it. And I also don't get, like, how do you not know any autistic people? Like, just... Ever. Right. <laughs> I don't, like, it just doesn't, like, um... I don't know, like... As like a as far as like disabilities go, I feel like autism is like one of the most like in terms of like it's one of them like it's become very like rightfully so like destigmatized and like visible and like people with autism have been given like platforms and I feel like it's like you're definitely living under a rock if you still have this like weird cartoonish like association of autism yeah. with like a shitty TV this show. Would, this would be like for me. If I if my trainer heard that I had OCD and then he was like, "Man, did you hear that? Uh, see that a uh, light switch over there? I don't know. <laughs> well, I bet check I, I'd like to flip that on and off, you know, eleven times. I don't know if you hey, would. Uh. Five, five buttons on the shirt, five big beads. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know what you're into. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's right. She's- There's also just like a lot of misunderstanding of autism, and I feel like somebody who doesn't could yeah. just be like. They're just kind of weird. She's got to quote Bush World, Adam. She's got to go on Bush World <laughs> Adventures. Yeah, uh, I... she's got to. Te- she's got to tell him that I'm gonna get a pump strong enough that I can make it all the way to Bendigo and get the green cube. <laughs> got to yell at him to get in the fucking car. I just like claim, just keep quoting the heavy Bush wizard. Accent. Yeah, dude, yeah. get a new trainer. Yeah, I th- I think that's the move because especially if you're. Like, I know autism can be comorbid a lot of times with, like, pretty severe social anxiety and just kind of social difficulty. So if something like mm-hmm. confronting him directly is, like, too much of a challenge, like, you don't, you, that's probably the easiest way to do it. But if it's not for you, like, that's okay. And you have every right to, like, even, you know, talk to whoever's running the gym and be like, this person just doesn't fit me super right. well. Do you have somebody else I can go with? Like, you don't have to. If you're yeah. too uncomfortable, you don't have to confront him directly. Or get so jacked that you can just fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Use your anger it's against like that him episode. to like fuel like 
It's like the Rick and Morty episode where, where Summer and Rick buff up and then they beat somebody <laughs> they up. Beat up Nazis. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's a good, that part was good. That's a good episode. That. I Full I disclosure, I, I do enjoy <laughs> Rick and Morty. It's an unpopular it's opinion these days. Pretty fucking good show, actually. Uh, fucking Harmon <laughs> is a depressed genius and I love him. As long as you're... Oh, can I bring up another one of my bad dating oh, sure, experiences sure. that has to do with Dan Harmon? This Whoa. one guy um, told me that he he had no sympathy for Dan Harmon being depressed <laughs> because he was rich. And I said, you know, I get I get what <laughs> you're saying. Holy disagree. Uh, but unfortunately, I, I don't think that is usually, <laughs> yeah. you know, how it he's, works. I feel like he's depressed in the right direction, Dan Harmon. He's like, uh, he gets depressed and so he gets existential. And asks big questions of himself yeah. and, and expresses that through art. And I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I truly have that's never fun. watched Rick and Morty, if I'm being honest. Don't start. You don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. As somebody who appreciates yeah, the program, either. you really don't need to watch it. Okay. It's all, it's all right. It got overhyped, and then it got, like, underhyped because all the fucking people, like, jumping over the McDonald's counter to get the fucking sauce or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, God, I don't want to say that I like it. Yep. But it, it's it's good. Like it's not a, it's not a bad show. It's just you don't want to be one of those dudes who thinks Rick is like this this guy. It's a show about a cool See, smart scientist. It's the same <laughs> shit. It's the same shit as the guys who would watch Breaking Bad and were like Walter White's a fucking boss. And like you don't understand. <laughs> he is the fucking villain of well, the program. Did you miss all of it? You know, if I may share, um, I know that last week you guys were talking about Males Soul. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Male Soul, but it also has a brother account, <laughs> Jokers.Vibe. <laughs> um, and I actually just saw a Jokers.Vibe post. Uh, it says, it's a black and white photo of Walter White. And it says, the classy motivation, <laughs> confidence has no competition. Man, that sucks. So I guess, yeah. My dad used yeah. to, my dad was really into Breaking Bad, you know, like, while I was in, like, middle and high school, and he used to, like, mm-hmm. we, when we would go on walks together, he would just, like, spend the entire, like, whatever, like, two hours relaying to me, like, the most recent episode of Breaking Bad he had watched. Oh, um, no. So you've basically seen everything. Exactly. So I feel point. like I've seen it. My dad's like, you know what this show really is about is toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> like, I learned that term from an article I read this week, and I'm fully equipped to use it. <laughs> Dad, Dad's trying. Yeah, he'll definitely you know? listen to this too. So I am Hell inclined yeah. to say that the entire rest of the episode should be us making fun of uh, Joker dot vibe, but they- <laughs> <laughs> it's Joker dot vibe. But, but. <clears throat> I mean, Male Soul, Male Soul had a had a great post today, and I know Donovan oh, saw yeah. it. But um, it said it's a photo of like a very handsome like man, like sitting on, yeah, uh, the edge of a, you know, lake or something. And it says, just because you go dance classes looks cute after using makeup doesn't mean you are Nora Fatehi of Indian dance industry. <laughs> I'm trying to find this. What? <laughs> oh, it's it, Sophie. It's at. Oh, I'm sorry. Males. Thought. Mm. Oh, excuse- this is a male say, thought like, post. That's not the a one you thought. sent me because I was like, "Wait a second! I've learned about the male <laughs> yeah. soul, but what goes on in his mind?" 
It must Here's a guy <laughs> with uh, with chest tattoos and a geometric shaped like a triangular necklace <laughs> and one of the dumbest hats I've ever seen in my life <laughs> and a and a vertical striped uh, polo shirt and it says I made her smile. She gave me pain back. <laughs> <laughs> but is it? But is he wrong? You know he, what I mean? It's like I exactly. feel like a lot of something I struggle with my in my relationship is like you know my boyfriend I'll be hanging out and he'll do something that makes me smile yet I find reflexively that all I can offer him in return <laughs> is pain. <laughs> yeah, and I know you know my girlfriend Meg. Like I'll be. Sometimes I'll wake up and, you know, I'll go to right. my dance class <laughs> and I'll, yeah, afterwards I'll look cute and then she'll say, Franny, you know you're not Nora Fahati of Indian Dance Industry. And I have to say, you know, yeah. I know you're right. You and called you me like out a, and rightfully so. pineapple at her because all you can give in return yeah. is more pain. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. I'm on at least in therapy. Like, <laughs> we 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 hope and pray that you can you can get there. I, I I have been working on trying to find out about that dude, and I can't reveal anything yet. <laughs> if I can get him on the show, oh, oh my god! I I asked. I tried to request to follow his personal account. He DM'd me. He said, "Why do you want to follow my account?" And I said. I like your posts, and then he just liked a ton of my photos and didn't let me. (laughs) God damn it. But we did see him going live, and it was definitely, it was like at a birthday party. And he certainly is is not American, I would say. (laughs) So he posted a picture recently, because somebody Uh did like a question thing, and somebody said, what do you look like? And he posted... It's pretty hot, dude. But I was like, I don't know if this is right. It could be your whole hard. account is posting other hot dudes. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I'm 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 suspicious, but <laughs> Donovan behind uh, behind him, there's just like a board of like male souls <laughs> and Joker vibes and male thought connected. I'm wearing my Guy Fox mask right, right. now as we're recording. Actually, <laughs> normally people can't see, but we're on video this time. <laughs> all right arthur what do we got what else we got in here okay guess what i'm gonna read a question should i warn guys before i hook up with them about my stretch marks hi <sighs> yeah if 22 fighter jet have always been in a relationship uh but i just got out of one and i don't really want one right now that being said i really miss sex and i decided i want to hook up I'm quite insecure about my red stretch marks like everywhere. I'm not really big, mostly curvy, but I have awful bright red stretch marks all over my thighs. Stomarch. Hips. Stomarch. She misspelled like, stomarch. stomarch. I'd get that checked out. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would warn him about your stomarch. But... Should I warn, guys? This is posted by Keep On Marching. Okay. I feel... No. Yeah, no. no. And also, I have a lot of questions about, like, whenever I see somebody say this or, like, a friend says something like this to me, I'm like, who the fuck have you had sex with in the past? Yeah. Exactly. Who hurt you? Exactly. Yeah. It's... That's sad. Yeah. Most people, I mean, many... I, I don't I, know anybody who doesn't have sex with marks. marks. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I bet that dude who was sending <laughs> yeah. the girl ass pics <laughs> yeah. has stretch marks. I, I bet they're on there. Basically, everybody's got them, you know? It'd be like warning somebody, yeah. like, hey, sometimes I get a stuffy nose. <laughs> right. I kind of could ju- I just wanted you to know. I'm really self-conscious about it. Yeah. 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 
I'm just saying it's kind of weird. It's right. called a belly button. I don't know. It's like a gross you know, hole. You've in heard my of it. Stomach. Yeah. I don't want to like you know. I don't want to make too much light of it because it is like clearly someone's hurt this person in the past. But it's also yeah. like either like I feel like this question would make much more sense if it was coming from somebody who like was a virgin or like had never been with anybody before because yeah. it's like right. Like I feel like that's the kind of thing where like before you ever have sex or like any sort of you know, naked intimacy with someone, you're like, what are they going to think about my stretch marks? But then it's like, after that, I feel like unless somebody's like a really a dick to you, you kind of stop thinking about that shit. It's got to be that. Yeah. Because uh, like you said, if it's, if, if you know, if it's at the beginning, I get that, you know, nervousness and like everything's fucking new. You know, right. I think everybody's insecure about something. But yeah, de- this definitely has to be, and she's always been in relationships too. Yeah, it's got to be some particular fucking jackass who said something mean to her. Yeah. You know, I like. Yeah. You know, I love to quote stand up. You know, I do. And Cat Williams in the Pimp Chronicles episode one <laughs> said, "Girls being all self conscious about their stretch marks, baby. I love your stretch marks. They make you look like a tiger." <laughs> I see. I can't. I like that. And I really want a fucking tiger. Years ago, Chrissy Teigen tweeted like a picture of her stretch marks and was like, "These are my tiger stripes." And I'm like, "Can't we just be like? Can't we like? Yeah, <laughs> can we just not make it fucking weird? Like that's I'm, the thing is like I'm covered in this weird stretchy material. Right. Sometimes pus <laughs> comes out of it for some yeah. reason. It's different in different places." It's just weird to me, like, if, like, as an adult, if I were, like, going to hook up with someone and they were like, hold up, I just want to let you know I have stretch marks, I'd be like, stop making it weird. I'd be like, yeah. I don't Sorry, am I fucking right. your stretch like, marks? What do you, or am or I, I'm like, gonna think that it's, like, some, like, crazy, <laughs> like, like, you, like, actually have a bunch of stab wounds that you're just trying to, like, pass off as stretch marks. You're like, these are stretch marks, by the way, and I'm really self-conscious about them. That looks like like a bullet hole. (laughs) So don't ask if any, you know, policeman comes up to you, you know, don't tell him about my stretch marks. I'm really self-conscious about it. protest too much. Uh, Round the horn, it's not an issue, right? Right. For anybody. Doesn't matter. No. Yeah, but it's no. just again, it's one of those things that can come out of a bad relationship. Exactly. And even if you were in a good place before, yeah. sometimes somebody's zeroing in. Somebody you're supposed to be able to like trust and support you, right. zeroing yeah. in on something about you. That's like fucking traumatizing. And it's, it's also so creepy. goddamn mean. It is. I think that this person is one good sexual relationship away from never ever thinking about this again. Yep. I bet so too. Because something like that I could just so. dive you so much. But I don't know. I I had. I mean, I think probably most folks do at some point, but like I had a lot of uncomfortableness uh, with my body when I was mm-hmm. a teenager and my kind of mm-hmm. like, I, I, I can't tell you when this happened, but I had a certain realization that like, oh, bodies are like gross as fuck and super weird. I have a friend who has two uvulas, like all yeah. kinds of fucking weird chicken. Uvulas? <laughs> you know, you, you know, <laughs> uh, but it's it's just you kind of gotta laugh at that shit, and right. I know that's not easy to do yeah. when fucking society's telling you, you gotta look a certain way, and men are fucking criticizing you for having skin that does skin stuff. Yeah, but just like there's no really other response than to laugh at those people and tell them to fuck off. Yeah, that fucking dude probably had stretch marks too. Who this is like ah. 
maybe yeah. just me like uh, this is definitely just me assuming too much based on like tiktoks <laughs> i've been watching recently like the like the t- sector of tiktok <laughs> that i've fallen into but the way that i see this is that she was in like a one of those like really intense like young army relationships you know where she got with some dude like Mm -hmm. those dudes who go right into the military right out of high school and then like you end up living on a base with this guy and it becomes intimate bigger house right exactly the partner and it becomes intimate way too fast and everybody's still in high school mindset and then you kind of get spit out if you're lucky, you know, at 22, being like, mm-hmm. why the fuck was I doing that? But you still carry all of these weird insecurities that you had from high school because you've been, like, with the same person in, like, this hyper-intense environment. Plus, if you're in that mindset, I have I have a couple friends who are basically the situation you described. And I think something I notice with folks is like, you, you, especially if you're from a religious background, you've been raised in like this very conservative structure that tells you you have to be a certain way. You're going to fucking hell, basically. Right. You do all this, you do the marriage and all those things. Like that kind of person still believes in like the sanctity of marriage and all that. And I imagine in that situation, something like your partner calling you out about that, you'd be like, that's fucking God's because this is, you know, this is marriage. It's sacred. I got to be the best. So these stretch marks are bad if my partner doesn't like them. It's just a, it's a really fucked up mindset. And it right. sucks that so many people just mm-hmm. get stuffed into that, into this country. But God damn. Yeah. Everybody just be cool. Just exactly. be cool with one another. Fuck. Yeah. Everybody just ate 10 hits of acid, man. Everything be great. <laughs> Jamie, yeah. pull up that cliff. <laughs> pull up the cliff of the whole country eating 10 hits of acid. Yeah. Look at him go! <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> We're all just fucking... on the on the ground, like fucking writhing together, being like, "I want to be sober. I wish I was sober." <laughs> Damn oh, it! Why is it last this long? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. we dropped seven hours ago. <laughs> Why are my feet bleeding? Why are my feet bleeding? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my experience with acid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, good, good times. Uh, your stretch marks are good. Don't, yeah. don't. You know, I can't say I don't like worry it. about yeah, this, but good. just it's not it's not a big deal. And, you know, I guess try to you got to kind of just try to work on it yourself. Hopefully you have you find a partner who is not exactly, you know, doesn't treat that as a big who right, isn't a big a big wad of uh, drain hair. Like yeah, this literally. guy apparently was. Yeah. Hey, you know, what's better than a big wad of drain hair, though? What's better? What's better what's than a big better? wad of drain hair, Donovan? Is the Radio Free Topic question box. Asking all the questions. Asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, asking all these questions, and this week we have two questions. If you'd like to, so also, if you're new to the show, this is the this is the segment where you, the listener, you can send questions in. We'll answer them. It could be about relationships. It could be questions for the guest. Uh, it can be sometimes just a word. We'll read pretty much anything you throw in there. If you'd like to do that, you can find a link uh, on our Instagram bio. It's uh, Instagram.com slash Radio Free Tote Bag uh, or our website, Radio Free Anonymous, no account. Throw the text in the box. Smash the send button. And then we'll get these. And uh, this one we were reading before. Uh, I think Franny and Sophie, this is... Probably from from one of yours. Uh, 
<laughs> what? You guys don't think this question? I mean, I'm an expert on dating as a newly out femme queer, but <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make things too easy with my just wealth of knowledge. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's got to have some element of mystery to it. Exactly. So this one says, yeah, best dating advice for newly out femme queers trying to conquer imposter syndrome and biphobia all in one. You know, it is hard. I mean, I'm looking right now at both Sophie and I in in these computer <laughs> screens, and I think the the first thing that I would say is, you know, if you want to be seen as gay, um, you should probably right. cut your bangs, <laughs> cut in some bangs, and probably get an yeah. undercut. And I think that will that will help. People can't Definitely. call you an imposter um, if you have bangs and an undercut. God's no. honest truth. No, they're not allowed to. Yeah. I think yeah. that, well, I, I think that something, uh, like, and I don't mean, obviously, to, like, undermine, like, the very real feelings that you're having, but, like, a lot of, like, this biphobia, like, what I'm in- assuming is internalized biphobia and imposter syndrome just comes from, like, the shit that we see, like, the stupid fucking memes about being, like, bisexual on Twitter, where it's, like, bisexual mean either you have gamer boyfriend or you have big titty GF. <laughs> Sexy right. girlfriend. And it's, like, yeah. as somebody who, who does have a gamer boyfriend, um, no, but, like, it's, like, there's just, like, it's just these idiotic, like, there's a lot of idiotic bisexuals on the internet who, like, say that, like, oh my god, every bisexual person, like, cuffs their jeans, and it's just, like, yeah, Those like your guns I, sits right. like a yarl in Skyrim. Yeah, it's just like it's <laughs> yeah. so fucking dumb, and it's just like just do like you are you, and I hope that you're mm-hmm. in environment in an environment where it's safe for you to like date whoever you want to date, and for that like not to be a something that like brings like violence upon you or b like ostracizes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that it's still even alienating to me, like the bisexual stuff, even though I'm like, well, I know I'm bisexual. But, you know, it's it's really putting um, it to me, all those all those memes about like, especially because, you know, they're like, oh, there's such a big difference between dating guys and girls. I mean, in my experience, Number one, it is very person dependent. And number two, it that tends to eliminate a lot of people who are not totally. men or women. And that <clears> makes <throat> it harder on them, too. And it, it really, like, casts people into two spheres that most humans do right. not fall into. And, I mean, I guess my, my biggest, yeah, my advice would just to be, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself to conform to anything and... Also, don't put too much pressure on yourself to be like, well, I have to, you know, date this person because totally. I'm, I'm bi now. Just, it, you know, I think it's great that you're exploring that, but you can absolutely, like, open yourself up to, don't worry too much about your sexuality as you go into dating right. people. Yeah, I think that that's, I totally agree with Fran. That's good advice. Uh, as far as, like, also, like, where to meet people. I mean, especially now. What about like what about like apps oh, or yeah. that sort of thing or maybe I, I know there's uh, like electronic music communities I've been in mm-hmm. that'll have like <laughs> setups like every you know this is a fucking safe space for people not no fucking mean bullshit is going to be allowed and you know people tend to be really friendly and like understanding yeah. it those 
So if you're going to go to that kind of thing, yeah. doesn't apply to everybody, but I, I think a lot of times heart's a little more likely to be in the right place. Um, but I, I I don't know. Like are yeah. app recommendations or anything? There, so I've only done like did apps while I was like in my tiny college town. But um, you know, Tinder was fine for if you know if you are looking specifically for I guess uh, women or, or I get people who are not straight cis men. Like you, you could filter that out to an extent. Um, but yeah, uh, there there are some apps specifically for meeting. I think mm-hmm. other queer people. A big I um, them, a big one but... that like a lot of folks that I know used in college. And this like might just be like I don't. I mean, I've listener. Obviously, I don't know where you live, but um, there was a a good one in college that people used called Her. Um, that was specifically for yeah, queer um, queer people, um, specifically like women and femme identifying folks. And um, it was like you could be very specific with kind of what you were looking for. So whether that was like fellowship with like another queer person or like um, a romantic relationship or a sexual relationship, like I know a lot of people who had success on that. Um, but yeah, I think apps, like especially like this person who asked this question said i believe that they were recently out i think that apps are a very like safe place to kind of experiment with your sexuality Mm -hmm. because like it's not in person and and now honestly when i mean i would hope that people aren't going out and meeting one million (laughs) people like this kind of gives you the opportunity to kind of you know dip your pinky toe in without jumping all the way in in that you can talk with someone and there's hopefully there's not going to be pressure on their end like you know to to meet up right away so you can you can and i think it's a lot less anxiety inducing to have a conversation over a you know a couple of days versus a you know a full first date or sexual encounter right away also if you know if this is you're making physical changes i don't know style or you know anything you might do to kind of embrace your your new identity here it's uh i i feel like something like that that's new if you're struggling with anxiety or in a new space that's a lot of like unknowns being thrown at you at once i mean i i experienced this mm-hmm. just having anxiety where tinder is easier because you can kind of yeah you can vet people you can establish a bit of rapport so when you're in person it's not like i hope this person doesn't fucking try to kill me or something because that happens right. in this fucking country yeah. but i feel like I hope this I just... person doesn't fuck me in my subway and then steal a bunch of that person's <laughs> shit <laughs> exactly <laughs> But I just, I, I always, rec- you know, it, apps get a bad rep, rep sometimes, but I always recommend that to anybody with, you know, anxiety or anything that w- would make, like, just doing in-person stuff. A lot of people have, have trouble with that, and that's, right. you know, that's totally normal. And, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, vet, being able to vet people out with half, without having to commit to, like, yeah. I'm going to be in person with you, that's like And also minutes. not, like, yeah. especially, like as a newly out person not relying super heavily on labels while you're like doing sort of like preliminary dating with people because labels like if you're trying really hard to stick to them and be like okay like i'm a queer femme that means i'm this certain way like it's just gonna trip you up and make things harder for yourself like when trying to discern like what kind of person you want to be in a relationship with yeah Mm -hmm. good advice for this person but hey, we we fucking all wish you the best too. Yeah, because I mean that's that's I'm sure that's yeah, scary, but that's also that's also fucking exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Plus, yeah. everybody's in the same boat right now. We're kind of just <laughs> right. having to you know text. It's kind of you know 
you can keep a text relationship going for longer right now than I think you would normally be able to without having to like explain it away somehow, you know? So right. I think you got you got time to really talk to mm-hmm. people and that's that's good. All right. Like this one is uh Annie unfriendly. Arthur, what are we gonna next? <laughs> <laughs> hey uh to the assembled folks, uh what's the weirdest kink you have unironically? It's time to lay our souls bare for our <laughs> listening audience and reveal our weirdest kink. <laughs> I've dreaded this moment. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Well, yeah, you want to start, like you're excited. You want to go with uh, yours? Arthur's face looks mortified. <laughs> uh, if, I'm, if I'm to be totally honest, I could go with the easy one. I could say the butt. Got a thing for the butt. I love the anal sex. Big fan of that. Receiving if, or giving? Both of these. Cool. Both of those. Both of these. Uh, <laughs> depilatory fetish. Hair removal. Shaving. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know this. So, have you seen the episode of Sex in the City where Samantha goes to the gym and she fucks her personal trainer and then he shaves... Uh, her pubic hair oh. into a star. I thought it was a lightning. I think it's a lightning. Bolt. And then she's, it is lightning bolt. It is lightning bolt. And then she's in the sauna <laughs> with another woman, and they both see <laughs> each other's pubes. Have the- oh. At least yeah. he wasn't bringing up Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, honestly, maybe that girl should just be like, "Listen, let's just get this she over with." The star. <laughs> let's yeah, I feel like anal can't be considered a kink. That's not no like more. A norm, no, like a normal. Yeah, removing my own hair, having my partner have their hair removed. Yeah, interesting thing. Right on. I didn't. I didn't know about that. I wanted to be yeah. honest. I would. It makes I, sense. Yeah. Like, well, I go kinda... around and fucking telling everybody, I like to shave. <laughs> I like to shave my shit as part of a sexual ritual that I perform. <laughs> hey guys. Uh... Hey guys. <laughs> Thirty-two. I'm bisexual. I like to shave my pubes because it gives me sexual gratification. <laughs> right. <laughs> also makes me squeak clean all the time. That's right. You grease me up and throw me across the floor like Mario going down Whee! one of those slide levels. And Mario 64. <laughs> I don't have a particularly, like, I don't think I have any weird ones. The, I think the most kind of nice, like, bondage is good. BDSM type stuff is, is, is good times. But I don't think that's necessarily very weird, you know? The thing is, is, like, BDSM well, yeah. is, like, there's so many different degrees. So it's, like... Like and like the because there are people who will wear like you know those old dudes who wear t-shirts being like bondage is my sport like that's right. kind of weird yeah I don't I don't mm-hmm. love I don't love the fool out yeah. to be honest my a big problem and especially when you're looking at sex toys is there's this like weird aesthetic that I find incredibly corny of like metal studs and like yeah red, like, like fluffy yeah. shit and I'm like this this looks like this looks like like a cartoon prop. Like, I don't, right. it's just that. Uh, it wigs me out. The aesthetics of sex toys are very interesting because it's always like, okay, I'm looking at 30 products yeah. that do the exact same thing in the exact same way, but now I have to pick, like, colors, patterns, etc. And it's just like, <laughs> why, like, the element of choice, like, at the beginning of quarantine, my I broke my vibrator just while I was cleaning. Like, I snapped, like, it just snapped in half. Mm. And um, <laughs> we had to put in, like, an online order 
to like our local sex toy shop so we could pick up curbside and we were looking at these vibrators and I was like these are all the same price the same thing but I just have to pick from these like fucking 15 different like <laughs> aesthetics and it was like yeah. it was an all day situation would it be called like you know the the pleasurer or like the or, ripper you know, names uh, too the, yeah. Yeah. the great american yeah. challenge yeah <laughs> the greyhound yeah. like, it's too much I, it's too corny. I willingly i willingly told the entire listening audience up to we've had up to 3000 people listen in a month to this program and i told them i like to shave my shit I told him that I didn't Donovan. even know this. So what's the fu- what's the fucking craziest shit you get up to? I got in a think, BDSM context. How gotta, fucked yeah. up does it get? Not that it's pretty. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty. It's pretty standard. I'm not somebody who's crazy into that, but it is fun. It's not an every time sort of thing, but okay. it's fun. Um, Rope. Are you are you the dominant or the lean submissive? to the dom side? But you know, I do both. Okay. It's good times. What we, what we got? What mm-hmm. we got? Ropes. We got ropes and shit. You hang people from like a hook you got like in the ceiling in your in your bedroom. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in like a spider web when people come over. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna spray silk out my silk gl- spinning gland. Okay. Spinneret. Spider fetish, folks. <laughs> also, again, I don't think this is so much, but it is like against culture norms. Arthur and I have talked a lot about this, like male sex toys in general. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. butt stuff. Get a little butt plug that hits the prostate. It's good right. times, you know? It is. It is it's stuff. just like, it's like a... Yeah. It just is what it is. Why right. would you, you not? If it. you have a prostate, you yeah, it's it for you. You have to. It's the right. clit of the butt. <laughs> right? Like, you just got to ringtone. Once you, you just got to climb through the, yeah. the tunnel of challenges, like, what's his name in the Shawshank Redemption at the end exactly. of all the rain? Andy Dufresne. And then you find something fun. Right. Like, if you don't have a partner who's, like, willing to just, like, at least experiment with those things with you, like, at a certain point, it's like, you're not with the right person. Like, exactly. if there's any sort of stigma around being like, what if today you put something in my butt? Like, who cares? I don't know. I have I have never, I haven't messed around with that for a while. I've never had uh, a partner be like, what's up with that? People have been like, fuck, right on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anybody who would be like, like, it's just yeah. weird. Like, it's like, well, I don't know. Like, they wouldn't make it past the interview process. No. no. <laughs> I had one of those occasions, too. Like, a couple years ago, was hooking up with somebody for a bit and brought it up, and she was, like, put off by it. And I was like, that's a really weird thing to be put off by. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like, don't you know people are dying? Yeah. Like, yeah. care about something else. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's the kind of attention policing I can get behind. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sophie, what about you? I mean, I we got guests, so we're not going to push anybody. No, it's okay. I mean, like, I'm for... I'm an open book. I like I don't I. F- I feel like right. I'm just trying to think. Like I don't, and not to be boring, There's but it's not, like I mean, like I've definitely <laughs> being being in a w- relationship with another yeah. woman. That's my kick. Someone consider um, that. <laughs> my boyfriend put me in handcuffs one time, and I did cry. Uh, but it was because I was really tired, so it was just like not the vibe. <laughs> like he. Bad. Yeah, it was I, I like think I I keep being like yeah. we should and this was over a year ago, and I keep being like we can do this again. Like I just and I also think. 
that he didn't really put the like the mechanic he didn't do the mechanics in his head so it was like mm-hmm. i was not handcuffed to anything i had my hands behind my back and i was like i had no range of motion <laughs> so i was just like so at a certain point i was just like i just want to go to sleep like i wish it's like i'm just so fucking i had been on were they like yeah, real and, and that was the, were they like he the didn't want to okay. buy the fuzzy ones but i was like those i'm like this hurts i'm like i don't yeah. like yeah. i don't like cops it. use these and cops don't do anything yeah. good for anybody right. Uh, uh, may I give you some uh, some advice? Re handcuffs. Yeah, please. Double sided Velcro. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Soft side in, wrap around right. the wrists, and okay. you've got an instant uh, bond that you can't break out of that is easily removed right. by the dominant partner. Yeah, and I'm down. I'm absolutely down for that. It was just like I was like it was like a perfect storm of like I had literally been at work for eight hours, mm-hmm. and then it was like I was just like this is not, I'm like. I'm just fucking exhausted. Like I yeah, just want to. That's go really to the bed. last thing I want to do. Yeah. Get... Right. That's work. Society yeah, channels, if you will. That's, um, that's what I'm saying too. I've already been taught yeah, by, by the man. Right. Capitalism all day. Uh, that's what I'm saying too. There's there's degrees of that, and yeah, there's people who like lean into it and go to the festivals, and the entire right. relationship is centered around that. That shit's yeah. not for me. No. It's one of those things that's like like you're saying. You you can't just. Kind of throw that. It's not like a like a, oh we're gonna have like a quick hookup sex. Let's yeah break out ropes no. and shit. It's a pain in the right. ass. <laughs> exactly. It's like you gotta walk across the yeah. room and there's a lot right. of organization. Right. Yeah. I'm not that, I'm, yeah, I mean involved. there's some like there's some hitting it, it, that I can enjoy. Like just in a like uh, uh I would I would say like the most stereotypically like, because I have friends who like I've been I'm like oh yeah like I let my boyfriend hit me during sex and they're like. <gasps> <laughs> and I'm like, what do you? I'm like, he, I'm like, he's 160 pounds. I'm like, it's fine. Like, we're good. Like, <laughs> like, like a no, punch? just like an open handed. Sure. You know, just like a little. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, it's never anything. When you say hit, it makes me think of like, like, so you guys are going at it, and he just fucking punches you in the kid. No, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> funny i think that would be really funny yeah and i also i don't like i was gonna say the way the question that this is the way that this question is worded like what's your unironic sexual kink like i think sex can be ironic like i think you can start doing something as a joke yeah crazy we're doing this i'll do a lot of like i'll do like role play with my partner and it's usually like something stupid you know what i mean and like we're just like being like like what we did one where it was like i was like a ride operator at king's island (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to work my way up to cedar point and it started as funny Was it, and to give a very Kings Island specific, was it like you're on the racer and Nick is like, mm, do you want the left No, side no, the I was like a ride operator who was trying to like work my way up in the company. You know, it's just oh like very, God. like it's things, you know, you can start being funny and then it can be like, well, you know, actually fun. And that's kind of the, that's like the kind of the hard thing with like role play stuff is like, it's like you, you do it and then you. Are in my experience constantly oh, right here. <laughs> yeah, you know, like there's yeah, and as and as a serious um, you yeah, know, you're serious about your craft, and studier of character, <laughs> you know, embarrassing <laughs> for me. 
I would say my I don't like really have any specific ones, but I, I guess I'm into gamifying. Totally, absolutely. <laughs> so that's like a big deal. Like I love like a like a dice or a you know a yeah. strip poker esque you know scenario. I think that's very fun. But when but then it's like yeah. very basic, you know. I, so I enjoy I enjoy building yeah, exactly. it up like that. And, st- and stuff like that shouldn't be overlooked yeah. either, because like again, the whole point of it is just you're having you're having a good time ultimately, and so right. being goofy and all that it's totally mm-hmm. fine. And especially when you get to the point where, where you're with a partner and like you trust each other well enough, that you can just say some stupid shit during sex. Exactly. That is the funniest fucking thing in the world. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's that's so the funny. thing is it's yeah. like I don't I can't imagine like sometimes I just say dumb shit because it's like I don't know we've been together for three years I'm like I'm just like fucking empty in the tank at this point like i'm just seeing how far i'm pushing boundaries (laughs) my current partner fist bumped me the first time we had sex (laughs) and i thought it was the greatest thing in the world (laughs) that's awesome yeah it doesn't doesn't have to be dead serious cool shit all the time you you can have some fucking fun Mm -mm. with things right i feel like the whole point is like it should be just like a fun like, at its best, you know, it's, like, a fun bonding experience for you and whoever else is involved. It's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Synergy. Right. Sex is team building. I mean, usually after Meg and I have sex, like, we'll have a a session where we have to, like, you know, um, de-arm, like, Never a mouse yeah. course. Or, you know, we'll do, like, some <laughs> yeah, trust yeah. fall. Yeah, we'll do on a, we'll, yeah, go yeah. on a high ropes course. <laughs> Um, that's what you mean by bondage, right? Well, that's what you mean, like, going yeah. to Camp Joy and Ohio. Going Ohioans. fishing with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throwing the pigskin around in the backyard. Oh, it's oh, so that's funny. fucking great. Good, good answers all the way around. And, uh, listener, I'm curious what the weirdest kink you have on, on Ironically is. Yeah. That's right. Send it to the question box. The yeah. unironic, like that, the uh, the inclusion of the ironic or unironic thing makes me think that this listener like doesn't have a lot of experience in these sorts of things, you know? Because right. I feel like any any sexual predilection that you have has to be at least tinted with, like a because a lot yeah, of people's exposure, irony. I feel like, is with a lot of uh, kind of like kink culture and different fetishes becoming more mainstream and just more well known totally. with all the memes about them. Mm-hmm. You know, people were posting about eating ass forever. Did all those people right. eat ass? Probably yeah. not. There was some stolen valor in there. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I some people's exposure to it, I feel like, like with the ironically, is they see the memes and they're like, but I'm not really, it's just funny. But then the time yeah. comes and you're like, what? Hmm. What and also I think it's kind of like, hot? right. And I think it's kind of like that sort of exposure and visibility of like all of these dudes, you know, who like wear t-shirts being like, yes, I do bondage. Like, yes, I like drive a RAV4. Yes, I do that. It's like where like people think that any sort of kink is like that, where it's like your whole fucking life. It's a caricature. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, it can't just be a normal person being like, yeah, I get tied up, whatever. Like, that's funny. And a lot more people probably do than you realize, because most people are just low key about it. Because when it comes down yeah. to it, it's just, it's just, it's just it's some normal. shit you do. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. an activity. Is it world just, just fucking bored? You know? Like trying to like find a way to pass time. Like I don't know if you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everyone has discovered a new. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Mask kink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> the fuck. Oh, that's like. 
I just think about all the, like the liquid that would be like inside your mask uh, after that was going like all the breathing and stuff. It just like uh, I get sweaty just walking around and it's a nightmare. My mustache gets all it's just yeah, bleh. dude. Yeah, all the, acne, the mask is yeah. bad news. Yeah, yeah, we hate masks. We do. This is a mask-free program. Yeah, and none, none of us wear masks. Go right. outside, yeah. take Never. your mask off. No. COVID yeah. is a hoax, folks. That's actually <laughs> the horniest sexual experience you can ever get is you get that little rony virus inside and you get that bumping <laughs> around. i tell you what. <laughs> now that's really yeah. BDSM, you know. If yeah. you really want a, a submissive you go to Target, you ooh. lick everything. Dirty old fuck. <laughs> I'm in a polycule with like ten thousand coronavirus particles. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. We're Welp. We're we're coming up on time. Looks like we've covered. We actually have barreled through time. Uh, having such a good conversation it's been really fun having you folks on true uh, yeah thank you so much for having us what do you got do for pluggables yeah. yeah plug your plugs Brand, you want to butt plug us? So, sure. Woo! Yeah, I'll butt plug us up um, <laughs> go ahead and listen to Girls Like Us um, you know, even if you don't follow the ClickBooks, we have tons of other one-off episodes, and we're going to, you know, the ClickBook series are ending, and we're going to kind of be expanding our horizons, you know, somewhat. So um, I know I said that the prostate is the clit of the butt. Um, Girls Like Us is the clit of the podcast. <laughs> Girls Like Us is the <laughs> click of the podcasting hey! world. <laughs> the click. <laughs> Um, you can follow us on Twitter at girl and Instagram at girls like us show. And we're on, you know, pretty much all major platforms. Check it out. Um, we'll put, if you ever, yeah. you can follow me personally on at trophy Best uncle name. on Twitter. Uh, if you, you ever do okay. the novelizations of the resident <laughs> evil series, uh, for girls like us, I would appreciate an invite. Yeah. You know what? We might, we have a, we have an upcoming episode. Well, we haven't recorded it yet, but, um, one of our, we have some guy friends who they were like, well, oh we my God, I forgot yeah. about that shit. Yeah. And certainly, certainly we'll have, yeah, to I was going to say, you know, like I said, and- I'm fascinated by teen dramas. <laughs> it's just, it just tickles me. Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's always this, fun. The simplistic overdrive. It's I just, I love that shit. If I read one of these books, can I come on oh, and talk yeah. about it? Could you like, please tell yeah. me an intro one? Oh, all the, yeah, of course. Shit. We would yeah. love to. We would love to have you guys. We'll, we'll we'll get you on one of them. Maybe we'll get you guys on the click yeah. episode, which is, the click yeah. which is the click. Yeah, just read that and use. nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, good times. Yeah, I'll, I'll put uh, those links in the description too, yeah. uh, if you'd like to follow them uh, or listen to the show. Go in the description, click them. I always, I want to bring this up because I've never. I, I always write the links in like an HTML tag, so it's like the words, and you click on it. I don't know if that's confusing or not. If that's confusing, post in the question box saying confusing. <laughs> um, as we do on every show, we plug uh, the people that created our intro song. That's Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. The song is hanging on. Our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows. Check them out on Spotify. You need two spaces between those three words. It's the Hayfellows. Uh, get us on Patreon. $3 a month gets you two bonus episodes. We uh, released recently an episode with our good friend Kyler J. Uh, very funny stuff. One of my favorite episodes we've ever done. 
so please listen to that. Commodore Gilgamesh um, and the Pipes, by the way. I don't know oh, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be fucking For the hot, dude. It was good. He was good. He said he's down to talk about some goofy shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to do as I as I always do. I'm going to just lean real close to this microphone and get right up on this thing. And I'm going to say I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah.